This month in drinking history. <laughs> Hello and welcome to this month in drinking history. What my accountant has described as a really ingenious way to try and get my drinks bill onto my accounts for the year. We're going to jump straight in and start with who drinks and cheers. So, can we have who drink and cheers? Hello, uh, I'm Craig Wilson. I am a member of the famous Game Boy pop band King Wing. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm drinking a uh, Heverly that I got. Good intake. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, I got it. That I got it from a rider. Uh, the for for the first time, the headline band had not drank by the time I got backstage after my set. <laughs> <laughs> so you stole it? No, no, it was mine. They usually <laughs> steal mine. <laughs> but they're the headline band. Yeah, and I'm the support. So is it not their rider, and you're just? You're just left to... Is that how it works? <laughs> is that not that the big guys get a rider? I've never it? done a gig with a rider. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember once we did a gig in I, was, I thought this was going to be a great story of rock and roll excess <laughs> here. I was really excited. Like, what's it like getting a rider? <laughs> chocolate or doing some fancy cheese on a little charcuterie board or something? <laughs> we did a gig once in uh, Bathgate. And it was like we had Phil K and mm. I don't know if you guys know Billy Bonkers used to run stuff. He's, I, that's how long ago this was. This is made up. <laughs> Billy, Billy, Billy Bordland, they used to be called Billy Bonkers, run gigs in Glasgow before. But he not used to the old state bar gigs That was it, well. exactly. Yeah. That's when it all started. I think yeah. I read his name in Kevin Bridges' book, book and yeah, that's it. That, yeah. No, and they, we, we used the bottle bar as a kind of makeshift dressing room. Right. But Phil K and Billy thought the whole bottle oh. bar was their rider and tried to drink it. <laughs> <laughs> Phil K came on so pissed that the audience started chanting at him, Channel 5, Channel 5, because Channel 5 had just been launched and it was just showing shit. <laughs> that was the funniest that whole set got. But anyway. Oh my God. So, sorry Craig. Mr. Comedy Ninja, can we move on with your drink? Uh, cheers. We're at. My, my cheers uh, is just going to be how everyone says cheers as the night's winding down, which is... Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favourites so far. <laughs> so, can we move on then? Who drink our cheers? Uh, hi, uh, my name is Chris Thorburn. Uh, 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 comedian, uh, host of the Drygate Comedy Lab. Which is excellent. Oh, you. Yeah, you you did uh, one of the most recent ones. Uh, you were fantastic. Uh, yeah, and um, yep. Uh, to to tonight, I'm drinking. Uh, it's uh, "Stop Making Sense" by Dea. Uh, I think it's the most hipster drink I could find. <laughs> I, I, a craft beer inspired by the 1984 Jonathan Demme uh, Talking Heads concert film. Like you know, I think that's that's, yeah. that's so pretentious. I might have to stand on his head. <laughs> but I like the name. Stop making sense. That's a great name for an alcoholic beverage. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh God, I'm just done with the world. Yeah. Like, stop making sense. Yeah. I, I think that that explanation sent me to art school. <laughs> <laughs> I got a degree. Thanks, Emmy. Uh, <laughs> So, and your cheers, Chris. Um, for my cheers, I'm just going with uh, bottoms up because I'm a child. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, everyone's trying not to snigger because secretly we're comedians, but all fifteen in the head. Can see he's got that beer in a sippy cup. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. I was talking about during lockdown. Uh, 
Susie McCabe posted that she was going, I'm starting to drink at like 10 in the morning now. Mm. I'm, I'm a bit worried. I'm like, I'm drinking gin out of a sippy cup in the shower. I think you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that post just came back up in my memories. Oh, so that was weird. You said sippy cup. I think uh, that that should be the, like the next trend. Like the next thing you're going to see is like some artisanal brewery and they're bringing all their beers out in like those sort of Capri Sun pouches. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, yeah. But with uh, paper straws, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, we're going to go totally environmental and they're just going to do Chili's bottles now. <laughs> so everybody's going to have them in their fucking... Jordanidin backpacks or whatever the fuck those things are called. Oh no, it'll be sustainable. Have... You'll have to bring yeah. your own cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. I would show up with a sippy cup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. You're gonna, I'm going to play by your rules, but <laughs> subvert them. That's great, Chris. Thank you very much. So, who drink or cheers? Uh, my name is Joseph Goss. I am a comedian, I'm, I guess, and I do a podcast called the Musical Taste Society. I do it with a previous guest of this podcast, John Gavin. We talk a lot of shit about music because it's dead good fun, and John's always wrong. Um, and I know, <laughs> he's not, I know he's not going to listen to this because he's not on it. So <laughs> I can say whatever I want. And today I am drinking Coca-Cola because I am currently not drinking until my Christmas night out on the 11th of December. Here, here. So. See, uh, we were just talking earlier, I kind of I missed the fact in some way that we all missed when Coca-Cola was actually made with cocaine. Yeah, yeah, but to be honest, I just kind of miss when Coca-Cola came in full-size cans. Yeah, I know that Because I've got this little fucking Red Bull-looking thing. Yeah, it's kind of like fat-shaping them, isn't it? It's mm. like... It is. Yeah. So I bought two of them, just so they can't fuck me out of uh, the, the full calories, you know. Madonna drinks Coke, and so can I. So, uh, I miss, uh, like, the wee cans that you used to be able to get in Woolworths that were, like, the proper, just, like, miniature ones, like, when you were a child, and yeah. you, you just pretend you're a giant, and, yep. you know... <laughs> the giant cans yeah. they, were, yes. they were kind of made as a sampler really early yeah. on but right. they, they were so liked that mm-hmm. they just continued them for ages yeah, so, yeah it was nice cool so and, that was who oh, drank and cheap? my oh, cheers, cheers yeah. is Lachaim Lachaim which is the Hebrew yep. uh, cheers and it usually means to life they're, mm-hmm. che- they're cheersing to life and I like that sentiment and I also kind of like the way the word comes out like that word and what's the other chutzpah I fucking love those words. Like they're just dead good fucking like cat skills comedian words. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm saying them, but I don't have anywhere near the sort of like comic timing to really use these words. But I'm trying. I'm trying. Oh, no, because I, I like the cat skill stuff and all that. I, I love all that. The old end yeah. appear clean comedy kind of carry on. Yeah. Toward... I feel like we're just going to turn this into an episode of the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. <laughs> <laughs> but the only reason I knew what Lahayan was was because of uh, Tolpo. What's Tolpo? He was in Fiddler on the Roof. I've not yeah. seen Fiddler on the Roof. But that's, they do a whole song called Lahayam. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So, I'm, I mean, I'm still not going to watch it. It's a musical. No, it's my, my musical. <laughs> my musical <laughs> theater showing. anti-Semitism. <laughs> <laughs> we can get anti-Semitic on this if you want. I'm game for Pass. whatever. Uh, uh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're all ready there. And that was the sober one. <laughs> <laughs> I only know Lachaim like because for some reason they say it in that Black Eyed Peas song. Uh, I've got a feeling, and it's not like it's even one of the like no, it lyrics. Just, it stays in the background. Too. Yeah, like, and you can almost feel like the rest of the band is like, what? Lachaim, and it keep going. For people in the podcast, Chris Thorburn just looked behind them. 
a uh, visual gag and a cut. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> no worries. That's great. So we will move on. Elliot, can we please? So we move on to round one. This is this month's reason for drinking. So, Craig, can you furnish us with this month's reason for drinking? Uh, this month, I am drinking because COP26 is finally over. Uh, so I can finally go back to throwing my tin cans full of plastic straws from my <laughs> idling 70s automobile into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. We only did climate change for the two weeks. Yeah, well, yeah. I'll, I'll like, set offset something. Well, if the world leaders are only going to do that, why the fuck won't we? No, that's true. I mean, I mean we all, I, you just say climate change now for any of it. You don't really have to refer to whether you're going to do good or bad for it. You just go, ah, we're just doing climate change for this. <laughs> yeah. no, there's no real specifics about it. We're just two weeks of climate change, guys. It was great. Remember that time <laughs> AOC drank some Iron Brew or something? Oh, that was a good laugh. So is he doing like a fun run? Is that what you're kind of saying? <laughs> oh, can you save up for climate change? Me, yeah. I'm going to walk up some stairs wearing a Mac or something. Yeah. Uh, sponsor me. Uh, the planet, you know. <laughs> I gave up climate for Lent. <laughs> God, that must have been hard. <laughs> really gasping for a breath, love. Uh, I mean, in, in a sense, we're all doing climate change. We are, like, you know, every second that we're alive, just breathing, farting. Like, you know, we are, like, it's never not true. Actively <laughs> taking part. Yeah. Well, I, again, it's back to the Matrix, isn't it, when he talks about the, us being a virus. And you kind of go... Yeah, I'm not happy about it. I mean, I'm moving on a fucking boat that generates its own electricity. <laughs> now, that's the most hipster thing that's here. <laughs> you should be the one drinking Chris's beer. I, I genuinely, so. when I keep thinking about it, I'm going, oh, I should go outside and kick my own ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks, Greg. Uh, when, Chris, can we have this month's reason for drinking? Uh, so, in terms of this month... I was just thinking, like, I, th I think I sort of misunderstood the assignment, uh, like, th today's reason for drinking, and my only reason for drinking today is because it's Monday, and I work in hospitality, Monday is my Friday, like, <laughs> it's, it's like, this is, like, you, you get a different brand of drinker out in the pubs on a Monday, oh, like, yes. that you, uh, anytime I actually get a Friday off, like you know it seems like a nice idea and concept and then you go out and you're like oh no this is terrible oh yeah, god oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, i'm totally with you because i'm the same i've I worked weekends my mm -hmm. job's always been weekends mm -hmm. so I, it's either sunday night or monday for me yeah but it's which means you can get served mm -hmm. people are polite they're yeah. usually washed yeah it's nice you know yeah. and then you go out on friday saturday going what kind of fresh hell's this <laughs> It's like, it's like visual Tinder. Yeah. They're, they're pretty much just slapping one another left because they've lost all form of communication. But no, it's, we're just we're regressing so badly, it'll be clubs next, dragged into caves. <laughs> Which, you know, drugging people in clubs, we're not far off, you know. That got dark. Yes. I mean, it's dark. Oh, wow. I'm yeah. just quite happy to let you sing in it, quite uh, frankly. Uh, I just want to watch you get out. Just, just digging deeper, like, yeah. watch, yeah. him, watch him burn. <laughs> Climate change again. Sense a subtle fade uh, on that bit. It's weird that he didn't let Joseph do his bit. <laughs> <laughs> You must have said something awful. awful yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to think of something worse to say for the last time. Actually, actually, I think my much reason for drinking was that entire speech. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God, I'm just going to try and wipe it from my brain. I'll be drinking so much gin and then rubbing magnets in my head trying to forget. <laughs> well, no, the shame. Right, so, on that note, 
Joseph, can we have this month's reason for drinking? Well, this month's reason, because I'm not drinking right now. Um, don't worry, guys. I've not got a problem yet. Um, <laughs> my reason for not drinking just now is I've gotten really health conscious and really boring over the last little while. And I'm going to the gym a lot and I'm trying to run more and I'm trying to do lots of other stuff and lose some weight. So drinking is something that I'm not doing. Not because the drinking itself puts on weight, but it's the horrific life choices I make <laughs> after I'm drinking. Yeah. There's nothing necessarily wrong with having two pints of Guinness at the end of the week. There's something wrong with having three pints of Guinness and attempting to consume an entire Domino's menu <laughs> on a Saturday night after you've had the Guinness. Mm -hmm. And I had that the weekend there because my girlfriend was out with a friend of hers. Mm -hmm. And so I got home and realized that she was still out and that there was no one there to shame me for what I was about to do. <laughs> so I just did it to myself and then I felt horrible. And then I thought to myself, well, if you want to lose some weight and do these things properly, just don't drink until your Christmas night out because there's no way in hell that I'm going to get through that because I don't work in hospitality, but I do work in service. And I do know that come Christmas night out, mm -hmm. when you eventually get it, in January, <laughs> that there's no holding back. There's oh, God. absolutely no holding back. I did used to work in a nightclub for a while, and the Christmas nights out were fantastic. But yeah. they were never in and around Christmas. It was always like the middle of January. Oh God, yeah. yeah. Is that what you guys do? Yeah, we we get ours uh, like in March. Like um, it's it's <laughs> it's always the beginning of the comedy festival. Then the so night. So you out. basically get your you have to share your Christmas night out with everyone doing St. Patrick's Day. Yes. Right. <laughs> okay, that sounds like a terrible terrible compromise. <laughs> bad. That's a bad one. There. No, you, you you just basically pull you out of one and then throw you into the other. Yeah, <laughs> that's terrible. Awful. So no, that's good. Excellent. So how are we doing, Elliot? Well, it was a very serendipitous series. I was on board of Craig originally because I'm also drinking some cop. I'm, I'm drinking in honour of the flat earthers. <laughs> I feel bad for them because they, they, they need air to vouch their, their breathings, but they can't do that without breathing in from the atmosphere, not the atmosphere. Man, you don't hear about the flat earthers anymore. You know, it's oh. all COVID deniers and other climate change things, and everyone's just forgotten about poor old crazy flat earthers. Yeah, you know? feel free to correct me, but I don't think like flat earthers were hurting anybody. So no, it's just like, weren't. yeah, you just chose to dedicate a lot of your time and energy to this, and that's fun. <laughs> I, I thought they joined in with all the anti-capitalist craze. You know, money makes the world go round, after all. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I was originally on board of Craig's reasoning, but then again, he, he has a reason for drinking, but he's not touched anything. He says he's drinking heavily, but I've not seen him touch that drink at all. <laughs> 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 That's why I said he did all the heavy Grass. drinking. <laughs> <laughs> no, back up. Um, I, 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 do, I quite like Chris's reason for drinking, mostly because um, I don't know help our, our audio listeners, but uh, I have everyone in this room, he has looked the most like Garfield. So hating Mondays is probably the best reason he can <laughs> <laughs> So I'm liking that. And honestly, purely based on the performances of every other single comedian we've ever had on this podcast, not drinking is, mo is likely to make Joseph the best comic of the night. On my prediction, he's going to be wonderful. And I'm not going to fucking use my religion as some sort of flogging a dead horse scenario <laughs> as some other comedians on this program have done Raheel <laughs> don't he oh no don't get me started now. <laughs> one of the one of my biggest regrets is we didn't record the, the the conversations we had between some of the rounds on that one when I got to hear um, Raymond Mearns just turn and go Raheel Shut the fuck up! <laughs> 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 he made us 
time him for one minute and he couldn't do it. Uh, <laughs> can you be quiet for one minute? Couldn't do it. <laughs> I wish you were recording. I know. <laughs> yeah, they're all great. Thanks, Elliot. Can we move on then? Round two, we have Fruity, Sweet or Tart. I'll read out the names of some cocktails and the panel has to decide whether they're fruity, sweet or tart. So, first up, The Suffering Bastard. That's his name. Give us a lick, Elliot. Many times for you, speeches. That's disturbing. The Suffering Bastard. The Suffering Bastard. Do I get any clues? You can ask a question if you like. Okay. Name one of the... What is one of the ingredients? Uh, I will give you one. It is gin. Gin. When you say gin, this definitely doesn't sound like it's going to be sweet. Yeah, country of origin. Um, well, this was kind of a weird one because it was made out of a different cocktail, so uh, it was it's basically a New York drink. <laughs> but then that's not really saying much because almost all modern cocktails are based out of New York. Yeah. <laughs> I want to just say that it's just what is it you're drinking, Ian? Uh, uh, gin and gin water. And water. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that sounds pretty suffering. <laughs> Drink Ian. <laughs> right, no, you were I in New York for a bit, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was me. I'm that old. Because <laughs> I've served you, and like you know, you're like a gin with water, please, and I'm like soda water, and you're like, no, I don't deserve bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> They're too happy for me. I don't want water with bits in. <laughs> water with potential. <laughs> flat. Just think calling that flat. It'd be good if they come up with a cocktail called Flat Earth. <laughs> you order it, it's not real. It's <laughs> set on a plate. <laughs> yeah, you have you have to drink it from a saucer like a cat. Yeah. <laughs> so we have we have one. We have gin and the suffering bastard. So can we come to a conclusion there, Craig? I feel like. See, I don't even know what I would say gin itself like it normally tastes like. Aftershave. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like. Terrible. Hmm? The, 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 the why do you smell terrible all the time? <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I'm glad we waited together. That was a possible self own there. I could have just kept going, but no, I made him say it again. Um, I think that it is just one of those like trick questions, and it's just like gin with like one block of ice and it's just to oh, like no, punish no, you it's so I think that it's like two, three, four, five, five different ingredients in it. It's, it's a proper different cocktail. kinds of gin. It's uh, all right, yeah, it's all different. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, oh, I, I think it's I, probably, you want another one? I'll give you another one. Okay, uh, bourbon. Is is this sometimes used as a hair of the dog? I think all drinks can ah, be yeah, under that description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're in Not Jaeger bombs. <laughs> yeah, you're in Glasgow, man. Yeah. <laughs> a line of coke and a fucking a straight vodka in the eye. <laughs> like, I'm ready to go to work. Come on. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with. You wouldn't punish yourself with something that was fruity or sweet, so I'm gonna say tart. Tart, okay. Chris Thorburn, we have some reasoning. All right, I uh. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to go with tart as well. Yeah, yeah. Two tarts? Yeah. Uh, can we make it a hat trick of tarts? Can we, I don't know. You said this has gin and whisk bourbon in it as well. Yeah. So I think it's really 
it's it's less tart and probably more bitter. I don't know. This this I mean it sounds undrinkable. But, <laughs> <laughs> but out of all those options, I'd say tart is probably the closest. So we're going for three tarts. Well, you are in fact all correct. That's yeah, the yeah, tart yeah, yeah. is ginger beer, gin, bourbon, lime juice, and Angostura bitters. Oh yeah, that sounds uh, good. Is, uh, so you mix that properly with ice, and then you regret nothing. <laughs> 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 so good, no, that's not bad. Yeah. So we will move on. Move on to Mikey's breakfast banger. To be quite honest. That sounds like a song by Amelia Baylor. <laughs> <laughs> it's Marky's Breakfast <laughs> Banger! Check the vibe! I saw that. So, Mikey's Breakfast Banger. Is this like some fucking bullshit sounding brew dog cocktail that they've got? <laughs> no, these are, these are actually real old cocktails. These are not these right, are not kind of okay. hipstery things. These are proper, and according to Hoyle, as they put it, yeah. cocktail. I don't know why I'm bringing up a poker term, but fair <laughs> enough. So is this fruity, sweet, or tart? Does it have a sausage in it? It does not have a sausage in it. <laughs> I don't want to drink it. Does it, it have then. any <laughs> breakfast food in it? There is zero breakfast food in it. Oh, <laughs> fuck this. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a well-worn cliche, but I would just eat breakfast at every meal if I possibly could. Yeah. So. yeah. If someone was like, "I'm going to make you a cocktail with baked beans in it," I'd be like, "I'll have three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, go on. <laughs> Is it served in a circular glass in England, but a square glass in Scotland? <laughs> 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 it's on a bun on a bat. No. <laughs> so. Uh, Can I get this cocktail deep fried? That's what I said. <laughs> Someone went there. There we go. <laughs> Any questions? Anything on it? Um, can you give me at least one ingredient? I can please? give you at least one ingredient. Um, amaretto. Ooh. I, I, again, again, like any booze for breakfast is just like okay well okay we're we're crossing the line here but like <laughs> but amaretto. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it shocked me too. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. So uh, there's no breakfast food. It's got amaretto in it. It um, can be served in any kind of glass square or... Does circular. it come with any kind of... like? And feel free to anybody to jump in at any point mm -hmm. if I'm going to take up too many clues or whatnot. But does it come with any kind of like fruit juice, like a tomato juice or something like that? Um, yes, but not tomato. I will give you that. All right, okay. Who's Mikey? I <laughs> this is one of these things with this cocktail. That is one of the things that nobody knows. There's there's a several different kind of conclusions about it. But it's, Mikey's just a poor underpaid schmuck that came up with it yeah. one day. It's like a flaming bow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the smaller bang is made by the mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> My Every generation <laughs> regurgitated before. <laughs> Looking back. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> so, pretty sweet or tart? Um, I feel like amaretto is the the trick. I, I can never believe that you're you're just actually it's, trying to help me. It's got a fruit juice though. Yeah, well. yeah. yeah. So I think I think <laughs> courgette could be a fruit. Uh, <laughs> it is. It is. It's a seed bearing, isn't it? 
don't, I don't know. know. We didn't, I'm going to do the agricultural podcast next week. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get back to you. That. I was going to say, you, you had like a really good opportunity to be like, uh, we do know who Mikey is, but you'll have to tune into next week's episode. <laughs> like every every TikTok I'm video I'm not the 70s ever. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> same cocktail time, same cocktail channel. Come on. It's only Mikey's identity at Patreon exclusive. That's it. Yeah, no, that's unlocked behind the paywall. <laughs> Um, I think fruit juice is just going to be the main part of it, so I'm going to go fruity. Fruity? Chris? Uh, Again, yeah, this is just going to sound like I'm jumping on like Craig's answers here, but yeah, it's a breakfast cocktail. I I love the phrase. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know, just because it's called Mikey's Breakfast Backyard doesn't necessarily mean it's served at breakfast. No, it's like like a McDonald's. They don't serve it after 11.30. Yeah. (laughs) It's solely a breakfast backyard. It's like a mick drink. If you go in at 10.35, though, you can get that with a Jager bomb. (laughs) (laughs) Somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go with fruity as well. We have two for fruity. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna buck the trend and go tart here as well. I'm feeling like this. I'm feeling like there's some kind of throw off here. Yeah. I feel like there's a surprise element coming to this. Okay, Danny. Just just purely because you think that just I'm really fucking. Just because I'm just taking a hunch, mate. No <laughs> worries. No, that's fine. It's entirely. That's it. But, so, this is a combination of club soda, orange juice, and amaretto sours. It is literally fruity. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, yeah. They, good very good board. reasoning on the, the juice. Yeah, You're welcome, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so, this one I chose purely because of its name. All of them I chose for name, but this one made me laugh because remember that 15 old? This one is called Jamaican Me Crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that Zeppelin levels of wordplay. <laughs> Robert Plant at his most horny. Going, you think people will get this? They'll get it, Robert. Get it, Jamaican right. Me Crazy! Here's my lemon. What do you think it could be? Oh, fuck knows, mate. Fuck knows. <laughs> fucking kings of the single entendre oh, <laughs> I love that moment in time Led Zeppelin to say you know what people want from Led Zeppelin reggae <laughs> we spent all these albums doing just ripping off blues now we're gonna rip off another form of black music <laughs> it's reggae agenda <laughs> <laughs> the punster in the corner kind of <laughs> pow I'm having a wonderful time <laughs> so Jamaican me crazy <laughs> Is it fruity, sweet, or tart? It's definitely got like, like the only like Jamaican foods I know that are sold at Scottish supermarkets in it. So it's got like ginger beer, it's got uh, Jamaica cake. The <laughs> what do you call it? The, the ginger cake. Just ginger, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Just a really ginger cocktail. <laughs> it's got it's got one of the daft hats on it. Uh, it's all rasted at the side. Uh, that's all that. Yeah, it's just, just every stereotype yeah, 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 you can yeah. think of <laughs> thrown in just to. It's an actively you. homophobic cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I hate crime in a glass. So um, if you order it, they just come and take you away and cancel your comedy career, <laughs> which happens all the time, apparently, from all these people. With Netflix specials and, complaining and about guys, them not getting guys, work. Did, Have you ever, you know, we could get cancelled at any minute. 
Do you not have to have a career for that? You do. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's being edited. It's fine. All right. Oh, cool. <laughs> Let me tell you what I really think. We'll release the about this cup. Jamaican cocktail we got. It started with that, didn't it? Let me tell you about this. So, Jamaican me crazy. Fruity, sweet, or tart? Um. Right. D- does it have super malt in it? I could just ask what ingredients does it, does it have in it. It have super malt in okay. it. Does it have red stripe in it? It does not have red stripe <laughs> in it. I'm actually sorely disappointed. <laughs> Do you have to wear a pair of Clarks while drinking this? <laughs> you know what? Footwear didn't come into it. All right, okay. That's fine. Um, apparently, they're quite popular shoes in Jamaica. That was, that was my reason. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to the end of my the, my stereotypes that I know. You know. <laughs> um, I, I, my mind was probably a stereotype. I was going to say it wasn't, but it probably was. <laughs> um, I what name at least one part of the booze that's in this. If there's more, if there's only one kind of booze in it, you don't have to say. Surely rum. But you no, would think, yeah, of course. All right, okay. Uh, it's rum. Uh, um, it's coconut rum, actually. Mm. Oh, it's got to be sweet then, right? Yeah. Coconut rum. Like yeah. Rum is like and a sweet, sweet drink. Yeah. Like, ah, based on sugar. It's COVID. So, is there indeed a lime in it? <laughs> there is, yeah, and, and, and then they put it all together and they, they, <laughs> they, they, they shake it up. up and they shouted, Doctor. I believe. <laughs> um, there was nothing you could do. Did you get that? Yeah, I've seen Practical Magic and Daddy Daycare. <laughs> I was not expecting the references. <laughs> oh, I'm so old. Yeah, I'm so old. I remember it being released. Oh. No. <laughs> the second time. No, okay, right. So we have two of the cocktail ingredients. One is coconut rum and the other one is lime juice so is it fruity sweet or tart i'm going to press you for an answer surely to be fair we should make chris go this first this time okay well yeah let's shake it up let's shake it up it's, it's the cocktail round after all so Chris Thorburn, can you furnish us with, is it fruity, sweet, or tart? You're going to make me think for myself for once? No, uh, yeah, I'm going to go sweet. Sweet. So, uh, and then Joseph? I'm going to go with tart. Tart. And Craig? Uh, I'm going to go fruity then. So, oh, we have a split pack here. Well, I can actually tell you, with the ingredients of passion fruit juice, cranberry juice, coconut rum, and orange juice and lime juice, it is very much fruity. You should have let me go first. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow, this edging ahead. The comedy ninja does it. And I'm not going to explain. <laughs> <laughs> so, the last one in this round, mm-hmm. uh, uh, we went a little festive on this. Um, the Drunken Elf. Is it fruity, sweet, or tart? In uh, the movie Elf. Oh, uh, <laughs> I didn't mean it to be. <laughs> I didn't realize we had Danny Filth in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go. <laughs> um, so he, he just eats like sweets all the time, doesn't he? He puts like sweets and spaghetti. So you're basing your entire it. thing yeah. on this because of the movie. Yes, okay. that I've seen once. <laughs> he, he might not. It's Will Ferrell in that <laughs> movie. He is, it's on every piece of merchandise. 
I know he, you know he's made a lot of movies, but there's really only about five good ones. So you have to milk them when they come along, right? <laughs> yeah. Is there milk in the cocktail? No. <laughs> Dang fuck. Genuinely had to check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there's no glass cage of emotion either. <laughs> oh, uh, does it contain Bailey's? No. Oh, okay. Racist. <laughs> if this is a festive cocktail, will I have an argument with my family after drinking it? <laughs> Depends on what type of drunk you are. <laughs> a really, really sad one. <laughs> I am the happiest drunk in the world. <laughs> I love everyone when I'm drunk. Can't stand them when I'm sober, but it doesn't matter. So, uh, yeah, uh, any ingredient? When, when you pick yeah, one? Uh, give us a, a, a non booze ingredient. Pink Lemonade. Oh. Pink Lemonade. Pink Lemonade. There's a great Boris track called mm. Pink Lemonade. I thought you were going to break into it. <laughs> no, no, no. But if anybody's into like sort of psychedelic Japanese doom rock, like that'd be a good one to start with. Well, it's Boris Johnson is yelling Pink Lemonade, Pink Lemonade. <laughs> it could. I mean, he I, he could might as well just say that for all I fucking listen to the fat guy. <laughs> He'd probably say Pink Lemonade, Pink Lemonade, and then say something, some attempt at saying something in Latin that if anybody can actually speak Latin goes, that's not how you say that, you plum. <laughs> is there plums in it? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Does this have advocat? Nope. Oh god. Oh. All right. Okay. This is quite a lazy cocktail. Right. <laughs> I, right. I, this is definitely the one I picked for its name. Right. Okay. Uh, if it's a lazy cocktail, then what's the laziest booze you could put into a cocktail? Like, like not even thinking. Like, would it just be vodka? Is vodka in it? No. Fuck. <laughs> so we're 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 kind of. I can't get it to the point where if you keep asking me enough questions, I'm just going to have to tell you. With my family, the laziest cocktails is a bowl of urine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm never coming back for Christmas dinner. <laughs> um, right, fuck it. I'm going to throw my answer out now. I'm going to say it's. I'm going to say it's fruity. Fruity. Because I seem to be avoiding fruity this entire time, so I'm going to pick fruity. Is that subconscious? Do you want to tell me something? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get different answers from that. <laughs> I'm just avoiding fruity because I am a man. You <laughs> are? No. I don't know anymore. <laughs> I'm going to go for sweet because of my my thought process that I've You're said too to early. You're the original yeah. concept of because an elf ate sweets in a movie. Yes, this once. is what this cocktail was named after. Okay, and I, I didn't. Fine. I don't remember seeing anyone drunk in that movie. Never mind the elf. No. So, Chris, it's down to you. I'm a go tart. You got to go tart. Oh, yeah. we've another split room. Well, uh, literally, like I said, it was a lazy cocktail. Mm-hmm. So this is Bacardi Golden Rum combined with pink lemonade, with a candy cane decorating it. So it is, in fact, incredibly sweet. There oh, we go. Well, so, well done. I just dabbed everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to let that slide, but fair enough. <laughs> so, Elliot, can we have a rundown on how the guys are doing? Indeed, but I'm so glad you said amaretto, because the kind of ooh that followed me is I'm now one-fifth of the way through my vowel quota. Greg's doing exceptionally well. Um, four out of the, uh, four. Out of four. Four, four, four. Four, four, four. Flawless victory. Uh, Flawless victory. (laughs) Chris Forburn, less good. Only two in that round. And Joseph, only one. That's all right. I didn't come here to make friends or win this (laughs) 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 contest. 
Excellent. So, yeah, all's to play for moving into the next round. So, Elliot. So, now we move on to the Alco Facts of History. This is where our panel will furnish us with a particular story from history. It can be personal, it can be anything from all history. It's just a little nugget about drinking that will keep us amused. The points will be allocated by Elliot solely on its entertainment value. So, Craig, what is this month's Alco Fact of History? Cool. So, um, first of all, I want to say, I think that I, <laughs> in trying to research for this, I think I found one of the websites you use to pick the uh, silver truth or drunken lie <laughs> so i really hope this isn't <laughs> i can i can definitely say they we don't use one website okay <laughs> this has been researched quite a lot there may be quite a few similar stories pop up on that one All website right. but we have got more than one source for that hopefully <laughs> you do are you the only guy that still buys like actual physical encyclopedias yeah, I, I have quite an extensive library and that is a this is why here a first world problem I don't know what I'm going to do it when I move on to my fucking caravan in the water oh we've we've actually hit the amount of times you're allowed to mention that Ian. <laughs> really early as well yeah <laughs> Who actually still uses like physical encyclopedias? Get with the times and get in Carta ninety five like the rest <laughs> of us. So, I look at people that pay for encyclopedias like I look at people who pay for porn. <laughs> There's fucking no need. <laughs> that might be the name of this podcast. <laughs> pay for porn. There's no need. They've all also got like really one really strong arm compared to the other ones. <laughs> Either for lifting encyclopedias or oh, lifting something else. <laughs> so continue with your alcohol fact of history, please. Uh, right. So Lent, forty-six days of fasting or for God or whatever. I don't. Know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's an excellent start. Um, uh, in the 17th century, there was a monastery of monks in Germany. Uh, known as the Polner monks, who were really, really strict about like Christianity generally, but also about Lent. Uh, they gave up things like meat, dairy, and eventually they were like, "No, that's not strict enough." They said they were going to give up solid food entirely. So, first port a call for the monks: beer. Yep. So they they developed um, this beer that was so malty that it would keep them going for the full forty six days. Uh, which is what, like, I assume everyone's drinking for the first week of, like, a destination stag do, or, like, yeah. or the first week of uni. Mm. Um, they called it liquid bread. It was that yep. thick. Yeah. <laughs> um, they believe uh, they believe that the more you you drank it, the pure you were for Easter. So uh, I'm going to sink a couple of crates of Carlsberg, and hopefully... <laughs> Uh, my super religious nana will speak to me again after finding out. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually a cardinal in that church. <laughs> oh, sorry, my lead. Uh, <laughs> you want to kiss my ring? Not again. Where did it go? Oh. Every weekend. <laughs> I'll get that kiss. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna sink a, uh, by that logic. I'm gonna sink a couple of crates of Carlsberg and uh, 
uh, see if my super religious nan will speak to me again after finding out I listened to Judas Priest and I got doom running on my smart fridge. Um, <laughs> the beer was so heavy that it got you bluttered and they were like, maybe this isn't good for like staying pure. So in about like the 1700s, like yeah, like 1700, they sent it to the Pope to check uh, to see if it was all good for them. Um, but in, you know, it was the old times... So uh, the heat of transfer in it made it like rancid and horrible. So the Pope drank it and he was like, oh, that's disgusting. That'll definitely like purify you of your sins. <laughs> <laughs> so drink as much of that as you possibly can oh, for Lent. Pope degree to get cunted. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so they did. <laughs> uh, and you can actually, you can buy the beer today still. Um, it's they they continue to make it for years and they weren't allowed to sell it um, until I think like the the monastery or whatever got like bought over. But <laughs> there's rumors of like you could just see like twenty like steaming guys like around the monastery every day who just happened to be in the area. Um, but yeah, it's called Doppelbock, and um, in 2011, uh, an author and brewer called Jay Wilson, who is probably my dad. Um, <laughs> Uh, that he made his mum sound a bit. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Probably my dad. I detected the sadness in that. <laughs> um, hopefully, the making the mechanics joke will. Uh, <laughs> she'll, be like, she'll be like, "I've I've laughed once." There we go. Turn off. Um, but yeah, he actually tried the diet uh, for for the forty six days, and he lost twenty five pounds. Do you hear that? So <laughs> <laughs> you're going about it all wrong, man. Yeah, I'm going about it all wrong. Um, <laughs> someone could pass me like one of these booze now. <laughs> and just as a shocker, I knew what we have here. <laughs> um, uh, but I, I assume that he only lost the weight because, like, he was just consistently in that point of the night where you throw your kebab at a shop window and don't eat it. Nah. <laughs> I've never understood people who do that. <laughs> see, I, I can understand vomiting and things like that, but when I see discarded food in the streets, I'm desperately unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> Think about how I could have had that food. Yes, certainly got that. There is drunk people in Ireland that could have that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why I went with Ireland? Famously drunk. I don't know, we just try to get someone to could have come. We should have went for Russian, surely. <laughs> just try to think who are drinks us? Jesus, come on. Us. Us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, like that. That's excellent. Um, yeah, I don't know if you want to include this. I got it from a website called Lord of the Drinks. If they want any promo, <laughs> thank you, Lord oh, of the fuck Drinks. Fuck them. <laughs> 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 your own podcast. That's definitely getting cut. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually had that beer before. Uh, Paul Anner Salvatore. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that makes it. Yeah, yeah, because that's that's their what ding, the ding, 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 extra <laughs> hipster points. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no that's a great story thank you very much for that uh, well we'll move on Chris can you furnish us with this month's alcohol fact of history please uh, so one I've gone with uh, is just one of my absolute favourites and uh, that's that so uh, between the years 1978 and 1981 uh, 
actor, a writer and director, Orson Welles, uh, did a series <laughs> did a series of adverts for a yes. California yes. champagne. Yes. <laughs> no, I know the adverts. Called Paul Masson. <laughs> ah, the French champagne. <laughs> no for its excellence. But there was a California champagne. So <laughs> I um <laughs> I did a lateral flip before. The- <laughs> I'm sorry. It literally just got struck down by the god of drinking. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Like Orson Welles from Beyond the Grave choking me. It was fucking Unicron. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, so he did, uh, like, so that one, there's one advert that's infamous because of the outtakes where he was famously drunk during the recording of it. The fun fact was, so that advert was shot in 1980, and he did it from the years of 1978 to 1981. He continued to do those adverts after <laughs> that, because <laughs> they were like, he, he's a nightmare to work with, but also he's Orson Welles. <laughs> you don't think that was just more acceptable, because everybody was at like a sort of certain level of drunk in the 80s? Yeah. In the same way that like even if you didn't smoke cigarettes, you had a certain cigarette intake in yeah. the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, I don't smoke, but I sit in buses and restaurants and cinemas and my own house. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody else is smoking. So I've had at least He's 10 today. <laughs> yeah. This is, we've kind of, like you were just saying, we've got a modern society is a weirdly sober place to be compared mm-hmm. to almost all of human history. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah. like, the amniology and all that stuff, we didn't understand it. So if you boil beers and things like that, it was safer. So, mm-hmm. like, we say it many times in this podcast, without the simple understanding that if you read history, you've got to remember that most of the people involved in this are almost always out their faces yeah. <laughs> and if you don't understand I've seen Mad Men that's yeah. and if you don't understand that one fact none of history makes sense <laughs> <laughs> like, oh they were shit faced right okay yeah. that's why they tried to get all these elephants over the mountain yeah, yeah. <laughs> what that crazy bastard thinking yeah like every museum under every painting ever made should have underneath a little they were drunk. Yeah. <laughs> they have a list of the thing that they drunk. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, you see all this like great like work up on the wall from some French artist, yeah. and it says it's down below it, like mm. and mostly red wine from the Burgundy. Yeah. <laughs> Absent and cocaine. Yeah. yeah. Absent and cocaine. That's what he was on with us. <laughs> uh, so, the way that this one came about was um, so. During like the production of the adverts, uh, Orson Welles had written into his contract uh, that they would shoot in the afternoon, and before that, he would be provided with elaborate lunches, <laughs> 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 which uh, is now my writer. <laughs> Just elaborate lunches, def- like interpret that however you will. Uh, but this one, he showed up. Uh, he showed up late in a limousine, still drunk from the night before. And he says, oh, I was filming in Vegas and, and, and there was a problem with the camera. So I haven't slept a wink and he's <laughs> stinking of booze. Um, but yeah, and, and the fact that they continued to work with him for a straight year after that, uh, even though he was notoriously difficult to work with and, um, and I would always shoot down the notes. And um, in one, when one of the later ones, 
they asked him, and it's a weird simile anyway, but like they asked him to compare uh, the Palmason uh, California champagnes to a violin by Stradivarius. Because, um, you know, like when one drinks wine, who doesn't think, oh, yeah, this is like a violin. Uh, but when, and his retort, uh, which I have word for. He had such a really easy time with the French champagne. Yeah. Saying that. Well, I just throw fucking Stradivarius in there. Oh, well. yeah. <laughs> like, you yeah, know, he can't say champagne. He's, <laughs> but he says, uh, come on, gentlemen. Now, really, you have a nice, pleasant little cheap wine here. <laughs> you haven't gotten the presumption to compare it to Stratovarius's violin. It's odious. Oh, I love the man. <laughs> you know what's brilliant? If you're going to get insulted, you might as well be insulted by Orson Welles. <laughs> I mean, you think when he was shooting those, it was like when Krusty films a Krusty Burger ad. No, I think it. I think it's the opposite. I think okay, Orson. Now here comes the spittoon. No, no need. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you very much for that. Do you know, it, it just warmed me with one of the kids doing research for this. That was one of the things I came across was the adverts. Because we, we did try and run a, a thing of historical adverts in mm. this. Mm -hmm. uh, like the tenants adverts and things. I've tried all different formats and one of them was that. And uh, yeah, it's still a joy. It just makes me smile every time I think of it. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you, Chris. So, Joseph, right. can you so, give us the alcohol fact of history? Uh, I'm going to give you an alcohol fact of history with a personal bent. Um, because I didn't actually, this is like the power of media and the power of like, you know, um, believing everything that you read out there. Because when I was younger, I wanted to be a music journalist and I just used to read every interview with any band, whether I liked them or not or anything. And I was reading an interview with uh, Lemonhead's front man and all-round um, fucking addict, uh, <laughs> Evan Dando, yeah. uh, notorious, notorious addict. And I remember I was reading an interview with him, and he was talking about coming off heroin, uh, but saying that um, alcohol was worse for you, uh, worse for you. And he was talking about how um, you can stare at the fucking bottles of Bacardi as much as you want. But you can die from having six shots of tequila. It's not for people fucking around. Right? <laughs> so Evan Dando told me through the medium of a music magazine um, that six shots of tequila can kill you. Uh, so I tested this <laughs> in my youth. And as it turns out, I don't think it's the tequila that can kill you. Mm. But I think it's the night out you end up having that mm. might kill you. Yeah, uh, Because I had what me and my two friends who had it only affectionately describe as pirate night <laughs> uh, where and i'm gonna preface this all with we were like 19 years old and you know how every little obnoxious thing that you do when you're 19 years old is hilarious mm -hmm. but if you could see 19 year old you now you wish him nothing but sweet death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna preface that with saying I know how obnoxious this must have looked to anybody remotely older than me, but fuck it, I had a great time. <laughs> um, so we were out, and it was the day before my birthday, and we went out to the cat house because that is the only nightclub I went to for about five years after turning 18, and we were snorting vodka off the bottom of wine glasses, and we were drinking pints out of our shoes because I had a friend who worked for the ski club and they all thought they were in jackass. <laughs> and so I used to just like join along with all this shit as well. 
Uh, and then we ended up outside refusing to talk to people unless we were talking in pirate voice and ended up going back to a party in some student flats in the West End and I had a really deeply personal conversation while full of ecstasy with a friend of mine who a month beforehand I had lost my virginity to his big sister so that was a great fun night and then at the end of the night we were sitting in the rec room of the student halls because we got kicked out of the flat and I used to have no mobile phone in that day. And I just had like five or six people's phone numbers written on a bit of paper in my wallet. And I would use pay phones mm-hmm. like an old timey detective. From <laughs> <laughs> and I had taken down a phone number that I'd seen that day or maybe that week before or something of the PVC queen. Right now, this was not like a sleazy advert on the thing with some woman in fucking a garter and shit like that. This was just like if you like PVC, call the PVC queen, and the number was up there. So um, I took this out of my wallet about six thirty in the morning, high as balls, drunk as shit, and um, I called the PVC queen. So we, my friend had a mobile, so I took the phone. And I called the PVC queen at 6.30 on a Saturday morning. And I got the angriest hello I've oh. ever heard. <laughs> and she was like, um, she was like, who the fuck's this? And I was like, look, I just got to know, right? Are you the PVC queen? And she's like, who the fuck sent you this? How'd you get this number? And I was like, look, like, I just found this number. And me and my mates are fucking hanging. And we just have to know, are you the PVC queen? And she's like, no, I am not the PVC queen. And I was like, but do you like own any PVC? And then there was just a beat. And she was like, like a lip. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, so you own some PVC? She's like, yes, I own some PVC. But do you own like enough to constitute being the PVC queen? I wouldn't say so. Cool, that's all I needed to know. Thanks for having a good night. Hung the phone up. Um, but forgot to do that number thing where you don't get a call back so she actually called back the phone and said I'm going to find out where you are and I'm going <laughs> to fucking kill you um, so I definitely would say that six shots of tequila while they can't kill you themselves might be enough to get the PVC See queen to come kill you that's, that's like Narnia story from yeah. the 90s that's yeah. pretty good and so it didn't kill me so fuck you Evan Dando you mad crazy addict yeah. <laughs> that was quite a journey and I, to, to be it was all in lieu of actually not being able to research any interesting facts. Oh, I'm enjoying all of it. I and I wanted to basically shoehorn the kind of bullshit that you can hear on the Musical Taste Society yeah. available wherever you yeah. get other podcasts. Plug alert, plug alert, plug alert. Not at all. Minus six points. <laughs> like I said, I'm not here to win up this or make friends. So. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah the PVC queen's good um, <laughs> and if she's listening if she's uh, listening lives uh... I'm in Deniston <laughs> she's possibly not even quite a queen maybe uh, a PVC lady in waiting uh, she PVC does hobbyist a hobbyist yeah. PVC jester <laughs> PVC jester I think I've seen that band no, uh, so yeah, they said they, in an interview they said if you drink six shots of tequila <laughs> do you know what's tragic when you said about doing like snorting vodka off the um, the rim of glasses in the car house if you google um, comedian snorts flaming sambuca you will actually see a video of me 
snorting a line of flaming sambuca off the riser in the cabs. <laughs> <laughs> that was. Uh, you just you just saying that just reminded me of like I remember taking one of the, the one of the heads of this vodka off the bottom of the wine glass. It was a plastic wine glass because I'm in the cab. Yeah, so I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember somebody behind me just saying like, oh, I didn't know they did Club 18 at 30 here now. <laughs> <laughs> that was a tri- I don't know, it was like, so it was a little trip down memory lane for me as well. Now. Yeah. And then also a whole bunch of shame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, that, that, that video exists. It's still on YouTube. It's um, fun finding out that whatever you've got, Joseph's got now too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Damn. <laughs> I can't even say no. <laughs> okay. So, Elliot, can you give us an idea of how they're doing now, please? Does it matter to that story? I think you clearly won this round. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's been mixed. I, I, I enjoyed and I did enjoy Craig's one. I mean, the story about this priest getting drunk in the church just reminds me of every Christmas my granddad. Um, but I was also, brought up Catholic. That's normal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Greg gets bonus points for getting the word bluted in there, <laughs> which I very much enjoyed. And I was, I was generally there's a look in his eyes. And he mentioned that the guy, that, was it Jay, Jay Wilson? Yeah. His look in your eyes was like it could be my dad. I generally thought he was going to go, and he's here tonight. <laughs> uh, but I'm quite biased because my, my my partner is vegan, and Craig pretty much did describe the story of priests getting drunk basically as the invention of Satan. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. So, uh, uh, <laughs> pro for that. I, I really enjoy Chris Forbes' one. Um, I, I, I'm definitely using elaborate lunch as well. <laughs> the elaborate lunch is just a banana has been peeled before I eat it. <laughs> I, 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 I know. I, I, I know the story before. Awesome Wells. I mean, if you say he was thinking of booze, well, at least, at least he's wearing the, the merchandise, you know. <laughs> uh, 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 so, oh, but uh, also you got four hipster points. I am willing to give you even further bonus points if you can do an perfect impression of Awesome Wells doing champagne advert but it's recreating a scene from Citizen Kane oh uh, uh, uh oh James uh. oh my childhood sled <laughs> it is a Californian sled after all that's not for its symbolism to my elf's youth and innocence <laughs> red drop <laughs> uh, Citizen Champagne um, <laughs> 10 bonus points for that woohoo <laughs> <laughs> And you know, I, I really love, I really enjoyed this. I'm, I'm, I'm annoyed that you know you said you were, were at pirate night and you didn't say we're going to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> no. Very, very annoyed with that. We, we were, we were having fun, but we weren't smart. <laughs> <laughs> but purely that's how I looked, how refreshingly personal it was. The fact that no one else could have told that story. I, I'm willing to give you a lot of points for that one. So you're doing very well. I like that you've not specified exactly how many. <laughs> you just said, and at the end of this, Joseph has a lot of points. <laughs> well, you, you Is that get, enough to outdo everyone, or what? You could get a vague amount out of points, bonus points, that would take you above everyone else if you can say six shots of tequila in the rhythm of a Led Zeppelin song. Six shots of tequila! I can't do it. tried, he tried. He's not here to make friends. He's always plugging your show as well, so not having that. Fantastic, thank you very much. So, Elliot, can we? So we move on to one of my favourite rounds. It is a drunken liar, a sober truth. Ellie is going to furnish you with two stories. If you please listen to the entirety of each story, and then you can ask Elliot questions. Your entire mission during this one, to make it sound like a Mission Impossible story there, is to work out which one is the sober truth and which one is the drunken lie. So Elliot, can you please tell us the stories? When the cars have gone away, yes I will. <laughs> <laughs> Right, first story is a Transylvanian blood fountain. 
For the past 28 years, in the Transylvanian town of Bistrita, there has been the world's first wine fountain, dubbed the Blood Fountain. Located along a popular pilgrimage route called Via Maria Teresa, visitors can access this fountain and quench their thirst for free. The fountain is a circular stone structure with a long central pillar and large wine bottles at the very top fixed at a downward angle, which spew blood-red wine 24 hours a day. The fountain was conceptualised by the owner of the Villa Vinia Vineyards and is popular with both Roman Catholics and tourists who are generally convinced it is vampire blood. The owner of the fountain has neither confirmed nor denied these claims, although the wine served by the fountain has been characterised as both dark and tasting of iron. It's since become a national icon and been the inspiration for more uh, wine fountains in both Italy and Spain. Story number one. Story number two, please, Elliot. The Sour Till Cocktail. Established in 1973, the Sour Toe Cocktail is Dawson City's tradition, and it's exactly as it sounds. It's an actual human toe that has been dehydrated and preserved in salt, used to garnish a drink of your choice. The first toe is said to have come from a miner who had his uh, frostbitten appendage amputated in the 1920s. He had it preserved in a jar of alcohol, and 50 years later, a Yukon captain found the jar, took it to Sourdough Saloon, and started plunking it into the drinks of anyone who was brave enough. Hence the birth of the famous cocktail still drunk today. Sadly, the original toe is now gone after a young miner in 1980 accidentally swallowed it when he fell back on his chair after 13 glasses of sour toe champagne. <laughs> Sponsored by Orson Welles. <laughs> uh, since then, seven more toes have been donated to the bar, most being from amputations, uh, but one of them was sent in with a note that simply read, don't wear open two sandals while mowing the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, um, oh, no, um, another fun fact: um, all of all the people, all the all the toes have been accidentally or deliberately swallowed by customers at some point. And if you do swallow it, you have to pay a fine of five hundred dollars. And one toe. Yeah, you compare the sour toe with any drink, but the rule. Remo- uh, I'll start again. You compare the sour toe with any drink, but the rule remains the same: you can drink it fast, you can drink it slow, but the lips have got to touch the toe. <laughs> So, what do you think? On stand, <laughs> <laughs> is it the, the, the toe-suppingly sickness, or is it the blood wine fountain? Right, okay. Well, I mean, they both sound ridiculous enough yeah. to have been true. Yeah. For a start. <laughs> yeah. you know, so no one's going the reverend route. <laughs> you're going to believe that everything's a lie. Yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, this is effectively, when we are in the simulation, so this is all lies. <laughs> but, um, no, the only reason, and I... I would only swing towards the, the toe one being yeah. true because you just seem to have an awful lot more research about it. Yeah. You know, there seems to be an awful lot more in-depth digging to that, that. I'm not saying you couldn't write it. I don't, I've just met you. I'm not saying you don't have the capacity to write it, but not for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that was both informative and insulting. <laughs> <laughs> Look, as so, I'm used to it. As someone who has a podcast, I feel like I can say that. <laughs> What surprised me about that story was like where I got grossed out. Like there was a point where I was like, "Wait, it was the same toe? That's disgusting! <laughs> <laughs> You've lost me now." Oh, uh, this must have been before COVID. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, if it was if I got my own toe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, you'd suck your own toe. If, if any of us oh, given I, the opportunity, oh, we'd suck that. our own toe. Right. Oh, no. A fresh toe. I don't mean your own toe. I mean a fresh, fresh individual toe. Yeah. 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 They start serving it to a sieve in it, so there was like two meter distance between the toe and yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other story puts a smile on my face because I love just thinking about Transylvania. Because, like, I forget that Transylvania is real. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I didn't know it was real until I worked in a nightclub <laughs> for Halloween. The prize for best costume was a trip for two to Transylvania. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I was like 25 at the time. Yeah. <laughs> and do you not think, like, the folk in Transylvania are sick of hearing about vampires? Oh, they're fucking done with it, man. They're like, they're like Edinburgh's equivalent of, like, just seeing people. Cry every time someone mentions Harry Potter. They're just like, how many how many Transylvanian escape rooms do you think are Dracula themed? Yeah, like it's just a regular place, and like if you went on holiday there, everywhere would be funny. Just like Transylvania post office, and they're like, oh come on, like we're not entirely about vampires. What's that you got there? Blood fountain. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want to buy some stamps. <laughs> uh, it's, like, it's like the Irish and St. Patrick's Day. Like they're not melt to that. <laughs> do you reckon Halloween comes around and just like nope nope like, nothing happens <laughs> yeah. there's, no, there's no decorations or no nothing you go up to the door and you're like oh, just, no, this is already November we don't actually have the 31st of October it just goes straight, straight to through yeah. uh, armed police in the streets and that, and that is why we had daylight savings time oh <laughs> <laughs> uh. So we have, uh, we're, I think people are edging towards. Craig, what do you think? Uh, I don't want anyone to edge around me. Um, <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Say that again. Slower. <laughs> um, I, I feel like like the the toe thing makes sense just because. Well, I mean it doesn't. But, uh, <laughs> it really doesn't. But the, the toe thing is more plausible to me because I know that people have. Um, drinks that have like, like bits of like snake in them and yeah. stuff like that. Um, and I feel toe? like, <laughs> it, it, I, I it mean, what like, is a snake but just a really long toe? <laughs> it sounds, it sounds exactly like something that the, all the all the dock workers would have done in season two of The Wire. Like, like, they're all good for like their breakfast pint and they crack an egg in it. Like, yeah. Sour toe was the other thing that got cut out of that episode. <laughs> I wonder how many other body parts are in like cocktails around the world. There's Archie's finger freaking shot. <laughs> That's maybe what Mickey's breakfast banger really is. <laughs> and a fucking his micro penis and a fucking shot. Pickled. <laughs> no, it's called the breakfast banger because it's the best start to your day. <laughs> Fruity. <laughs> the callback. <laughs> so we're going to press you for some answers then. Uh, do we think it's. I mean, uh, I'm happy to go with the toe one being real, but I don't want to derail this because I'm probably behind by quite a lot of points. <laughs> so it's the, the blood wine or the gross toe? I think the toe is the lie. I think you think lie? Mm hmm. I think it's the truth. I think it's the truth. Um, 
I, I, I feel like now I don't remember being on this podcast a lot of times, but I, I, I <laughs> <laughs> for for clarity there, Craig has actually been on this podcast quite a lot of times. But you just don't remember. Just doesn't, you don't remember it. That's <laughs> um, but I remember us do now. Was it a truth or a lie? I remember us doing a story about the first ever wine fountain in one of these. Maybe I dreamt that. I don't know. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think you're thinking about the, the wine window. What's it? That the was in Italy. The Italy wine window, yeah. yeah. Oh, is there not one where a, a guy, a rich guy, like paid a lot of people to make a wine fountain and they swam in it? Anyway, I met a game in this. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go. I think that even without that. Uh, for like handicap i think that the uh the toe one makes more sense it feels like a a thing that like you've got to do it or you're like you've got to drink it or you're gay it like, feels like there's a pete seeger song about it yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh it was an old toe like, like it's, it's a thing that like like macho guys would like pressure you into so you're, going, and, you're yeah. going toe crazy going toe yeah you're going with the blood wine in yeah. transylvania and you're going with the toe, Joseph. Spot the fucking horror fan. <laughs> <laughs> so, Elliot, can you please tell us which one is the sober truth and which one is the drunken lie? Very well, I can reveal that the uh, blood fountain was absolute balderdash. <laughs> that <laughs> cocktail is true. Fuck it! Suck the toe! Suck the toe! Suck the toe! I don't want to suck a toe! You get it. Uh, I just wanted to believe it was real. <laughs> <laughs> see, there is see, in in the defence of believing that there is multiple wine fountains around mm-hmm. the world. Yeah, was, they are true. Just not in Transylvania. Just not in Transylvania. <laughs> <laughs> it's too on the nose, man. Too on the nose. Yeah. So yeah, I actually know about the the tall one. Um, we've been in the the near where the bar was but it was closed when we were there so i was um, i was both upset and incredibly relieved <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing thank you ellie so how's how are the scores going oh well currently i mean there's still it's all to play for but actually right now purely is down to just how many uh i said you got right three sweet on tarts and the sober drunken drooper lie craig wilson's in the lead it's a first <laughs> Don't Can't wait to, to, to ruin it all. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll move on to our final round. This is Finish the Alcohol. I will read out uh, at the start of a particularly famous or maybe not so famous quote about alcohol and our panel have to fill in the blanks before I read you out the real ones. So we will start with Melbourne, Old and Yellow, which is particularly heavy wine and should only be used in in comparison to my bowel movements. <laughs> <laughs> Melbourne Old and Yellow, which is a particular heavy wine and should only used in. Living on for a month and a half. Or <laughs> <laughs> back to the bread jokes. Uh, Melbourne Old and Yellow is a particular heavy wine and should only be used in. Uh, emergency situations. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, Melbourne Old and Yellow is a particular heavy wine and should only be used in. To weigh down all the love notes I write to my friends before I send them. <laughs> <laughs> Melbourne, old and yellow is a particular heavy wine and should all be used in? The coastal capital of southeastern Australia. Geography <laughs> 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 joke. It's incredibly specific, well done. <laughs> Melbourne, old and yellow is a particular heavy wine and should all be used in? Uh, reruns, drinking while watching reruns of Neighbours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fair income. <laughs> <laughs> Minus point. 
I'm not Wait, even... was that for my joke? No, no, I said that. I'm not even in the game. No, eh. I'm now. You just got points deducted anyway. I literally have lost this before and I'm not even playing. Melbourne, Old O'Neill is a particularly heavy wine and should only be used in. Uh, vehicle fuel. <laughs> Melbourne is a particularly heavy wine and should be only used in hand to hand combat. That is from Monty Python's Bruce's Philosopher's And that's the kind of joke that gets you cancelled now. <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of fucking really hard hitting comedy that's going to get you cancelled. That is, yeah. <laughs> hard hitting because you're basically bottling someone <laughs> who's probably brown or a woman. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, that's definitely getting cut. Fucking <laughs> 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 coward. Uh, oh, I say that a lot. No. <laughs> okay. Question two. You can learn a lot about a woman by... Talking to her. <laughs> How very woke. <laughs> uh, Elliot just stopped us getting cancelled. <laughs> You're welcome. You can learn a lot about a woman by... LinkedIn. LinkedIn? Oh. <laughs> you can learn a lot about a woman by... The 10 minute song she just released about you. (laughs) (laughs) You can learn a lot about women by. The amount of Audrey Hepburn and Breakfast and Tiffany's posters she has in her house. Oh, yeah, no, that's a a red flag. Uh, Bonus points for a throw cushion. (laughs) (laughs) You can learn a lot about women by. How she responds when you tell her you're in a Game Boy pop band. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of close to the truth for you. Uh, yeah, that, that's um, sad and both informative. Thank you. <laughs> you can learn a lot about a woman buying. Reading her DMs to see how many have come from male comedians. <laughs> wow. Uh, there's a lot of tricky pictures in there. <laughs> oh, God. Please, no one Google that. You can learn a lot about a woman buying. Looking up woman on Wikipedia. <laughs> Google that shit. <laughs> oh, so there's where they go. <laughs> you can learn a lot about women by... Eating one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Dama. That works on so many levels. Yeah, it's like, which he didn't mean. <laughs> yeah, props to the asexual for doing the only sexual job. You can learn a lot to, about women by... What she says her favourite member of Take That is. Trick question, if you've got a favourite member of Take That, you're a demon. <laughs> you can learn a lot of women by getting us getting smashed with them. That's Tom Waits. Oh, you, oh, you need to say it like Tom Waits. <laughs> you, <laughs> you can learn a lot about a woman I've seen cigarettes and coffee. If I had known that that was going to be Tom Waits, I'd have said you can learn an awful lot about a woman by overacting while drinking a cup of coffee. (laughs) 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 So, question three. Uh, Be wary of a strong drink it can make you... Start a podcast. (laughs) Be wary of a strong drink it can make you... DM other female comedians. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't the confession podcast. Be wary of a strong drink, it can make you... A cunt. (laughs) Concise, I like it. Be wary of strong drink, it can make you... Sexually attracted to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Again, strong words from the asexual. Uh, Be wary of strong drink, it can make you... Nail your foreskin to the inside of a blender. (laughs) Ow. Oh, that image isn't going away. Um, be wary of strong drink, it can make you... 
Divorce. Believe in yourself. <laughs> Believe in yourself. <laughs> it can give you confidence. It can silence the voices. No, uh, beware on strong drink. It can make you... Divorced. Divorced, <laughs> yes. Um, thank you. That was harsh. Um, <laughs> I need that, Greg. <laughs> Too soon. No, uh, beware of strong drink. It can make you... Dance to an audio book. <laughs> oh, which one? <laughs> Memoirs of a geisha, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> We never said it was fun dancing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I've just got Handmaiden's tail now. Oh, well, there is no... Beware of strong drink, it can make you... Forget to take the day off after a drinking podcast. <laughs> so, beware of strong drink, it can make you shoot at the tax collector and miss... That was uh, Robert A. Helen. I think we gave much better answers than that. Yeah, you did. (laughs) (laughs) So question four. Scotch whiskey is made from barley and... Hell. Pure pure (laughs) hell. hell. Scotch whiskey is made from barley and... Barley. Ooh. Barley and barley. Ooh. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Scotch whiskey is made from barley and... German whiskey is made from foolishness. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Scotch whiskey is made from barley and a man who explains that it's actually your fault that it tastes like petrol <laughs> <laughs> Scotch whiskey is made from barley and that's it <laughs> no, no, nothing else Scotch whiskey is made from barley and pure hell Again, (laughs) so Scotch whiskey is made from barley and the morning jewel on the angels' nipples. That was Warris Ellens. Karen Dunbar's tears. That's um, yeah, that's getting cut. (laughs) That's definitely getting cut. She's getting us a TV credit. She's getting us like besmirched on TV. It's gonna be a fun job editing this. These are always horrible. I bought this specifically because everyone gets their own track. Uh, So, question five. I am a drinker with writing. Experience? (laughs) I am a drinker with writing. That will send me to prison. (laughs) I am a drinker with writing. On me uh, and short-term memory loss, I'm Guy Pearson Memento. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, just on a simple note of that, I accidentally, for the first time when I watched that movie, I caught it halfway through. Makes no sense. <laughs> uh, I'm a drinker with writing. Only, Your Honour. <laughs> okay. I am a drinker with writing. Experience, and I'm going to tell you, I'm writing a fucking screenplay right now. Do you want to come to the bathroom and listen to me talk about it for four hours? <laughs> oh, man, that's just a cocaine line. <laughs> I, I am a drinker with writing problems, as Brendan Bethan. Okay, question six. It provokes desire, but... Ian's a liar. <laughs> no, uh, this is really what's written down. Oh, is it? Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> it provokes desire, but and that's all you need to know. It's really, really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kids. <laughs> it provokes desire. It provokes the desire, but I'll still probably just wait for it to go on Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> it provokes the desire, but. Even with that name, your It Follows porn parody is probably a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> it provokes the desire, but... Ultimately, you shouldn't masturbate to it. <laughs> Challenge accepted. 
from an asexual. I know. <laughs> he can I'm, try, I'm trying to learn. He can say what he wants. This is an asexual guy. And all I, I've literally met him today is an asexual man with a vegan partner. This podcast is never getting cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. He is, he is a, with an English accent. Protection. With an English accent. He is definitely our safety feature. But it provokes the desire, but... It tastes like a carpet. <laughs> <laughs> it provokes the desire, but... Does your cousin have to wear trousers that tight to the wake? <laughs> wow. It provokes the desire, but... Craig's pro- voice is probably a lot more annoying in person. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it provokes the desire, but it takes away from the performance, and that was Shakespeare from Macbeth. So we're, we have literally reached the end of the podcast. Last call for alcohol. Yes, it's time to close the doors and give out the scores. Based on the government's recommended monthly allowance, all our players are ranked out of 60 units. In first place, we have the top tankard, Chris Forburn, with 49. Second place is a gassed-up gasbag, Joseph Goss, with 30. And finally, in last place, is our own hungover, hapless he-him, Craig Wilson, with 21. Remember, this is just a bit of fun. Please always drink responsibly, and if you have any problems with alcohol, please go to the website drinkaware.co.uk. This podcast was sponsored by The Comedian Tattoo, and you can find out more about comedy events on the website goodtattoos.com forward slash comedy.